0: This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room from any room with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. What up, everybody? And to those of you who saw the eyeball emojis on Twitter, no, this video is not the eyeball emoji. I'm working on some things. Working on some things. Shout out to Mike, who's getting us started in the super chat with Ed Ingram at 56. I will take Ed Ingram at 56. Prefer him in the third, but I'll take him at 56. The LSU guard. Um, as you guys know, my thought processes are rarely coherent and stay on the same track. But I was fiddle farting around today and I saw my guy Lance Zerline at NFL.com, who I believe I'm about to start doing a show with him and Dane. Uh, whoa, Dustin, hashtag wide receivers don't matter. Okay, so that's kind of what I wanted to discuss today. Because, uh, and no, I'm not just going to say because Sky Moore. And yes, Bing is now, I saw Vach. Vach Lombardi's now big time. My guy Vach, make sure you follow him. He's now all hooked up with. Uh, He's all hooked up with Colin Cowherd doing big things. So shout out to Vach. Maybe no copyright claim on this one. Would you rather have Kingsley or Williams? You're going to have to give me first names formula. Is Williams Jameson? Because there's nobody named Kingsley that I would take. I guess it's Kingsley Inigbare, the South Carolina defensive lineman. Oh, is that Kingsley or Sam Williams? Let me check my rankings. I think technically I have Enigbare right ahead of Williams. So I would take Kingsley, Enigbare. Okay, so no. The wide receiver thing is what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. Like, what is going on with wide receiver in the NFL? Because it's kind of wild ass. What's going on with wide receiver in the NFL is that the two best ones on the planet, at least I think they're the two best ones on the planet, both just left because their teams in a salary cap league opted not to do what it would take to keep them. And this is not going to be a salary cap debate. I promise you we're not doing that today, but it's real and you can manipulate it. If you choose to accept the consequences that may come later, the Packers chose not to accept the consequences that would have come with giving Devonte Adams, $28 million or whatever a year, uh, Now, reports say that they offered to pay him that at the very end, but whatever, that's a bunch of crap. Uh, They had a long time to offer him that deal, and they opted not to, and instead opted to get compensation of a first-round pick and a second-round pick. And then Devontae went and got $28 million. Tyreek Hill got traded. What was the compensation on that? Hold on. Tyreek Hill trade. This is called not doing proper show prep. Uh, Okay, five draft picks, including a first and second round pick, right? So the best receivers in the league, their teams aren't opting to keep them, which I think Dustin in the chat would say means that they don't matter as much as a lot of other positions. I would argue that there's a really weird combination of things happening where teams who are paying $50 million for a quarterback are saying, nah, we ain't paying $30 million for an individual wide receiver. We'll get a guy that makes one-thirtieth of that to do his job. But there are still teams in the league that will give you a first and a second-round pick for the right to pay $30 million a year to a wide receiver. So their position value is not going down, but – for a team that has hall of fame caliber quarterbacks and a bunch of highly paid guys and salary cap issues. Sure. They're moving on from them to get younger and cheaper, but they don't want to. And other teams are more than happy to give a ton to pay them that are in the right spot of team building to be able to do it. Right? So I actually think that wide receiver with that value you got to – I think you got to take advantage of that. The highest paid guards in football make $16.5 million a year. Wide receivers, the highest paid, make almost double. Almost double. So the league is telling you about position value there, that wide receiver is really, really important. Now, I want to combine that. Wide receiver is really important. Got it? Bing wants to know who's the, the best replacement for Amari Cooper. We'll get into that. Um, and Jesse says, you can't use a first round wide receiver on that. An offensive coordinator won't know how to use. I then fire the coordinator. You got to get the best players at the most important positions and go try to win. Uh, so you combine that with Lance Zerline today on NFL.com, the worst website in America, because it insists on having autoplay videos every time you go to that website. Uh, ranked the position groups in this draft, and he put wide receiver, I think, ninth out of the 12 position groups. Because every year we talk about how good of a year it is for wide receiver. And this year in the draft, honestly, he's not wrong. It's just okay. I don't think there's a Jamar Chase in here. Uh, And I think, honestly, the number of wide receivers in this draft that I'm comfortable saying I would really want To be one of the Cowboys three wide receivers on the field is somewhere between seven and 11 names total, maybe as far as 12 or 13. And in a draft, those can go in the first two or three rounds. So like when you just combine all these things, you shouldn't have to have, if you're the Cowboys, a first round, highly paid left tackle, first round, highly paid, Right guard. I guess Terrence Steele's not highly drafted at all. Uh, was he undrafted? I think he's undrafted. Biotish wasn't a high pick. You shouldn't have to throw another first-rounder into that mix, but I won't kill him if they do. Don't get me wrong. This draft could fall in a way where Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green, playing guard, could be a good pick. But if you get your hands on instead, Jamison Williams at Alabama or Traylon Burks at Arkansas... Uh, I'll throw in all the names cause who knows what order they go in. Garrett Wilson at Ohio state, Drake, London at USC sky Moore. Uh, I'll include Chris Olave and George Pickens. Those are my seven favorites. George Pickens at Georgia, Chris Olave at Ohio state. Uh, you're doing the right thing by value at a position. That's as big a need as guard is, or I guess almost as big a need because guard is currently just a giant hole. I don't believe in McGovern. But you should be able to make your offensive line work with a guard taken in the second or third round. Names like Ed Ingram, Darian Kennard, Jamari Sawyer, Dylan Parham, Cole Strange, Sean Ryan. You should be able to get capable guard play from one of those and get you some of one of these badass wide receivers that now for five years... You pay peanuts compared to what good wide receivers get. And if they're really good, what people want to trade for them too. Wide receivers are gold right now. The fact that Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams left the teams that they were on is not evidence that people don't care about wide receiver. It's evidence that people care a lot. People are paying a super premium to take your big old wide receiver, your stud wide receiver, and give them a butt ton of money. Now, back to who is the best replacement for Amari Cooper. I struggle with it a little bit because if you just said style of play that you think is, or that you think of when you think of Cowboys football, then it's Garrett Wilson at Ohio state. It's sky Moore, It's Chris Olave at Ohio state. I'd probably say those three are the best fits because you're talking route runner and you're talking, I want timing and precision But, man, you can't take talents like Traylon Burks, Drake London, Jameson Williams, and say, I'm not going to pick them because I don't think their best trait is precise route running and timing. Because if you do have to say that, I think that is kind of condemning your quarterback and saying he has giant weaknesses, and I don't believe that about Dak. Like, Dak can't throw the ball down the field? Come on. Dak can't throw a screen pass? Dak can't throw a ball to a back shoulder, chill out. Maybe rookie deck with Des that didn't work out, but you can't leave talent on the field like that. All right, so that was that question. If the Cowboys take Raymond in the first, I'm going to be a little salty. Also evening, Jeff, hope you're doing well. Thank you, Chris, in the Super Chat. That is what I don't want them to do. Like, I'm talking about picking a premier position and wide receiver where they can make up to $30 million now, and I do want them to do that. I'm good with that. Offensive tackle is a premier position but I don't want to take what I consider to be a risky pick at 24. If it's a premium position and I feel really good about the player, shoot, yeah, perfect match. If not, I'm willing to go down on positional value to pick the guy that I'm really confident is going to step in and help my team, and I feel that way about multiple guards in this draft. Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan is a guy that scares me. Two years ago, he's a tight end. He's a fantastic athlete, but to me, he's a developmental not necessarily rookie starter on the offensive line, and that would be scary to me. Alec, hi, Jeff, kind of off topic, but do you think you could do a short breakdown at some point on some of these receivers and how they'd fit on the Cowboys offense with the receivers they already have? Sure, I can do this. I'll try to do it really quickly for every top receiver in the draft. Um, Garrett Wilson fits in literally anywhere. He's played the slot. Last year he played primarily outside at Ohio State. He can play anywhere. Uh, and his role can be anything because he's a good explosive route runner, good athlete, good after the catch. He can do everything. Sky Moore, I think, would play mostly slot. I don't think he's a slot only in the NFL like a lot of people do, but I think that's where he's best. So Sky Moore would be your slot, and CD and Michael Gallup would be outside, and Sky Moore would be cooking people on option routes. Traylon Burks. Can play both. I think a lot of people are going to view him as a jumbo slot. Uh, but Traylon Burks can play outside. Don't hold Arkansas's offense against him. He can go outside. And he can win inside on in-breaking routes, slants, drags. He can win on back shoulders. He can win on bombs down the field. Uh, so I think he can play anywhere, but he is a jumbo slot option. Drake London, USC. Can play anywhere. He's 6'5", so you're really confident that he can, well, I guess technically he's 6'4". He was listed at 6'5". He can play anywhere. He's probably going to spend most of his time outside, but that dude can win inside too. Jamison Williams, again, play him wherever you want. I think having that vertical threat in the slot is really fun to run him on the deep across the field stuff or go threaten safeties to help out your outside guys. Chris Olave, I actually think he'll be best in the slot because I don't love him against press coverage. And that's my thing with Olave. I know everybody loves him at 24. I'm kind of like, yeah. Uh, he's just a slightly built guy that's not great after the catch because he needs to be stronger. He's a great route runner. He's a deep threat. I'd probably put him in the slot and let him use that route running and get him away from press coverage as often as possible. And then George Pickens at Georgia would play outside. He would play outside. see Lamb would play the slot and you would prosper. So that's the top receivers in this draft class. Let me see here. Just supporting the cause. Look at you go, Matt. Oh, and I appreciate you. Look out for Noah Taylor, number seven, OLB, North Carolina. I will put him on the list to watch. Jake, take your wide receiver in round one if you want. Any chance Quay Walker's there at 56 in your opinion? Much love to you, JC. Thank you. Yeah, I think think there is a chance Quay Walker's there at 56. If I got to pick for every team, he wouldn't. But I'm trying to be careful not to close the door on, oh, that guy won't be there. Oh, that guy won't be there. Oh, that guy won't be there. Because we say it about too many guys, and it's not possible. So Quay Walker could be there at 56. I'll guess no. But if he is, that's a Georgia linebacker that's a well-rounded player that his ceiling is really high. Good athlete, um, ability to play forward and backward. Quay Walker could be a really good NFL linebacker. Bill Gilmets, when was the last time you saw Dak throw a well placed back shoulder ball? Probably whatever the last game he played in was. Pat, no question. Just saying thanks for your excellent content. I applaud you for bringing awareness to mental health treatment. Thank you, Pat. Uh, if you check my Twitter at Time for Jeffrey, uh, I tweeted out something today. I'm the chair or co chair of the NAMI North Texas. It's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Their walk this year. And so I have a team that you can join if you want to donate. That's awesome. If you want to join my team for the walk on May 21st at Rough Riders Stadium, that's awesome, but it's right there on my Twitter page. And so that's that. We need speed. We'll go get you some Jameson Williams. Chris Olave can run too. Thoughts on Christian Watson? Christian Watson's another guy that might go in the top 50. He's North Dakota statewide receiver. He's six four and he's a phenomenal athlete. I just think that he is – somehow he got deleted off my board. He should be here at the end of the second round. Um, he just played in a run first offense and he was a deep threat guy, but he could be, he could develop into a really good NFL wide receiver, but in a limited role against so much in a run first offense against North Dakota state opponents, I think he's just a little tougher to project. So for me, I would have him as my 10th or so wide receiver in this class. And he may go earlier than that. And so that's that. Any Josh Ball type players we can draft late. Calvin Austin out of Memphis ran an unofficial 40340. I think that's made up. That would be my thoughts. <laughs> he can run, he can fly. Uh Tommy, uh, the Josh Ball type players. I'm got 110 players in now. So if you are looking for a mid to late round potential swing tackle. I guess it depends how far does Ohio State's Nicholas Petit Frere fall or somebody I haven't necessarily found yet. That's what I would think. Dotson Penn State. That's my other guy that I'm lower on than everybody else. I think Dotson at Penn State is it's the same thing as with Chris Olave. I think Dotson at Penn State, if you put hands on him at the line or in the route, it really messes him up. If you can keep him clean and get the ball in his hands, uh, you're in really good shape. He becomes dangerous. He's explosive. But I have him as like a – let me see where I have him. Jahan Dotson is my wide receiver, seven, eight, nine. And so for anybody who has him as like number six or seven, they're going to think I hate him. I like him. I've got him right ahead of John Mechie and right behind Jalen Tolbert, South Alabama. That's where I got him. Wondell Robinson late rounds is cool. Tiny man, explosive player. Love it. Hendricks says, I think Olave on the Twitch. I think Olave can beat press. He's got the feet for it. He just doesn't have the play strength for it. And that play strength is the same reason that he doesn't break tackles. Who's your NFL comp to Sky Moore? Combination of Cooper Cup and Golden Tate. Have you watched Ezard at Sam Houston State? Day three or UDFA guy? I have not yet, Jake. I apologize. Isn't that why you keep him in the slot? I and Dotson. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I just, in the slot, I, people hate me for talking about the same guy over and over again. That's why I love Sky more. If you want to get a slot guy, to me, he's the best one. Because he can beat press. And he can break tackles. Like, he's my jam. Alec. Super chatting, given that so many teams need wide receivers and how different the wide receivers are, which wide receivers do you think will be available at 24? I'm hoping Burks falls since he ran, quote, slow. I think it's so hard to guess. Um, I hear that both Ohio State guys are expected to go high, so maybe both of them are gone. It's just, it's Drake London, I see high in everybody's rankings, so I'll guess that Drake London's gone. Garrett Wilson is gone. Between Olave, Traylon Burks, Jamison Williams, I think Sky Moore will be available. I'm the only guy who loves him as much as I do, so don't worry about him. Um, Traylon Burks, Jamison Williams, I would like one of those two, I think, if you won't let me pick Sky Moore. Chris Olave, I would say, okay, I understand. I understand that it's a really good fit. Hell George Pickens obviously honestly I'm a big fan of too so I could go seven different ways at 24 but maybe you could trade down and pick Pickens huh captain trade down let's do it Khalil Shakir in the third sure Alec Pierce what's wrong with him from Clifford same thing like he's one of those dudes that could turn into a stud in the NFL I just don't feel as confident about it His size, his athletic testing was incredible. Uh, I just think that on tape, it's kind of the same thing. He's one of the tall guys that can get jammed up in his route at the line of scrimmage, Uh, and that kind of worries me when I see that on tape. But he has the athletic measurements to be a stud. Formula Jordan Davis at 24, let's effing go. The world's telling us there's no way that's going to happen. If he's there, I think you consider him. Odds are he ain't gonna be there. Ralph, what up, homie? So would the path of least resistance be trade down, take a sky more, and use the extra picks to rebuild the lines, or let the ball the board fall? No cap and trade down bias allowed. No, that would be incredible because that's the dirty little secret about CD Lamb. When Gallup was out, I was adamant that the Cowboys should have had CD in the CD Lamb in the slot almost every snap, just to take advantage of the coverage that the Cowboys were getting. Outside guys, it was going to be tough for them to win deep because you got two deep safeties. Blah 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 blah. So the slot and the tight end, we're going to get to get their shine on. You should have had Ceedee Lamb there. If you have your guys back, I don't. I didn't want Ceedee in the slot because he's not good outside. Ceedee's really good outside. Anybody who doesn't think he is is pretending. They're crazy. True believer. What's your take on Jahan Dotson? Is he in your top tier? He's not in my top tier. Um, if you missed it, gosh, I think it was just three or four minutes ago. Uh, I talked about him. I like him as a slot guy. If you can keep DB's hands off of him at the line of scrimmage and in the route, he's super explosive. I like him. He's not my top tier. My top tier is Wilson, Sky Moore, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Jameson Williams. My second tier is Chris Olave and George Pickens. My third tier is Jalen Tolbert, Jahan Dotson, John Mechie. This is my tiers. Uh, Taequann Thornton I need to watch him today Gosh you realize that no matter how many guys you watch There's still so many more to watch Look at Vox Lombardi in the chat Vox Lombardi While being a national broadcasting superstar That hangs out with Colin Cowherd now Still has time For basic ass YouTubers like me Congrats Vox, You're a monster Everybody make sure you're following him He's a beast All right, I'm done for the day. That was all I had. I just wanted to pop on and do a little something tonight. We got a big 8 o'clock sand Volleyball League game. I'm the best player on the team. Stretch out both these torn rotator cuffs and get ready to rock. Remember, you have no idea what anybody is going through. Be cool to everyone.